So. Oh, brilliant. I know. <laughs> so rude, right? Uh, so if you're a friend Friday, uh, hit me up. Yeah, so I'm not invited to friend's birthday party on Friday, and I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm not allowed at the flat. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Another episode of the Bros and Brews podcast. We're here today on the 23rd of September. Uh, it's a Thursday, filming in the afternoon, two o'clock currently. Filming and what are you filming? we are. Fil- <laughs> well, it's really hard because we're obviously talking to each other, but yes, we are uh, audio recording uh, as we speak, uh, and we're bringing you the weekly brew week 12 um as every week as we continue going on it's so hard to believe that we have been doing this for so long now even just the weekly brew aspect of this podcast um but we are into weekly brew and um straight away that takes us on to our first segment of the piece and that is brulette and now it's even weirder to think that we are on to week 21 of Brulette, and we are still unsuccessful in the uh, endeavour of trying to buy the same beer. Uh, as we say every week, if you don't know what's going on, catch up, go listen to a few old episodes, you might you might find out how we're doing this thing. But in the short of it, we're just trying to buy the same beer from a supermarket, um, and every week we don't successfully do that. We put money into a pot, a kitty, and at some point one of you will have the lucky chance to be able to win all of that money, uh, and we will put into a nice little goodie bag of alcoholic or non-alcoholic um, beverages. Uh, so yeah, it's always exciting every week when we come to this, um, but really we'll just dive straight into it because then that way we can get talking with the beer in our hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the count of three, we will mention the type of beer that we are drinking. One, two, three. Pilsner. Ultra IPA. A Pilsner. Gosh, haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. Ultra IPA. Um, yeah, I've Super got an rare ul- ultra IPA. Yeah, I got an ultra IPA, and yeah, uh, look, I'll start us off while we're here. Um, yeah, I'm drinking Garage Project, um, boss level. Uh, the can has a kind of you know big mechanical, almost like Optimus Prime looking, you know, Gung Gungnam machine. Uh, but yeah, it's an ultra IPA. And I had a look on the back. Um, the reason it's an ultra IPA is because they've used five different hops, um, which is it's a lot of hops. It's a 8.5%, three standard drinks, and a 440 can. Uh, once again, I kind of knew that this wouldn't be a beer that uh, James would select for an occasion like this, um, but my supermarket is running out of options, uh, and I grabbed this because I looked at everything else, and I was like, uh, 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 I've arm. done most of it. I've done most of it. So I will have to endeavour to go to my other supermarket down the road from now on for the rest of the brews. Um, but yeah, that's what I've got. What's your What's your pilsner? Nice. Uh, I've also gone Garage Project, and um, I, I've gone one, one of their classics, Pills and Thrills. Ah, oh, okay. That doesn't make me feel bad because. That's not at the supermarket. Right. Uh, I did my supermarket. have a little thought. I only bought this this morning. It was at like 9.15, staring at the beers and just thinking, 
This is the only thing I'm buying. Um, <laughs> do you know, I actually wanted to buy non-alcoholic beer today because uh, we're oh. recording a little bit earlier than normal. I thought, you know what, this would be a good opportunity to uh, mention the fact that you can get, you know, non-alcoholic or low-alcoholic yeah. uh, beers. I couldn't find one. I don't know if I was feeling rushed. I did have a coffee in the car that was going cold. Uh, I honestly couldn't find a single can non-alcoholic craft beer at Schaefer's, which I thought was a massive failure. And I couldn't even find like a session that was sort of 2%. I find like 45 and 4% ones. But mm. So in the end, I thought, abandon that plan. And then I, I am, I know Garage Project is one that sells in Auckland, and I thought we've yeah. never done Pills and Thrills before, so maybe some of the classic ones will be there because Pills and Thrills is right up there with Garage Easter and yep. Happy Days, Fugazi, Happy Days, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, you know what, let's Pilsner it. Obviously, you haven't selected it, but that's okay. Nope. Um, but uh, another win in the sense of the same, uh, same, yeah, brewery. same brewery. I don't remember the last time I had pills and thrills i presume i've had it at some point but mm-hmm. i this is going to be a that a beer that presumably garage project will make for years and years and years yeah, uh true. and i'm actually excited to come out of this knowing where i where i sit on it after coming out of the harpy days and going yep that's really high enough chatter let's crack them open let's crack it oh a safe crack uh cheers to you my friend cheers Mm. Oh, it is different. Um, I'll go first. Very oh. different. I always find that Pilsner's... Now, stay with me here. I find that Pilsner's taste the way that a bottle shop cold walk-in fridge smells. Does uh, that make sense? That's a good observation. I understand that. I, I, I've had a Pilsner Pils Trills quite a, quite a bit. It's that sort of almost like metallic... And this sounds mm. bad. Uh, it's not in a bad way, but it's it's that kind of maybe it's a metallic bitterness. Um, interesting, different sip. It, certainly, in compared to all the IPAs and sours and hazies that we've had, yeah, I'm going to be yeah. really interested to see what how I feel about this at the the end of things. Uh, my first impression is it could be really low, it could be really high. I think I'll be judging it based on how. If I like the second half of the can, if that makes yep. sense, this could really drop sense. off off a cliff, cliff after the first few sips, uh, <laughs> or it may succeed and me still like it. I, yep. I've given you a long time between initial sip and giving your thoughts, so I apologize I for that. No, you're fine. I really wanted to sip this again, um, but I'm trying to just do the one sip. Um, yeah, this this is it's not what I expected to be honest. Um, oh, sorry, as I burp. Oh, excuse me. Um, I just, yeah, I thought it was going to be a lot more intense. Um, but the aftertaste, uh, I find with quite a lot of like double IPAs and really hoppy beers, there's a real lingering aftertaste. This really doesn't have it. I find most of the punch with this, um, at least on the initial sip, um, was really at the start. It coat, it coated my mouth, like like the like it, it felt like it had a real like large viscosity you know like it, it just it really coated my mouth um but it, it doesn't taste horrible um like i said i was expecting a different journey so it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the beer goes um but like like what you were saying definitely not your hazies and sours and what we've been drinking mm. um but it'll be an interesting ride 
It will be an interesting ride. Uh, well, how the hell are you, man? Since we last did one of these, you have had a massive, massive change in alert levels, allowing you to wrap your mouth around some of the very focus of our last topic episode, takeaways. I know for a fact that you have indulged. Mm. I can think of no place better to start than that experience. How are you? How is level three? How was your first takeaway experience back? It was, cut it, cut it short, it was amazing. It was amazing. I just felt on cloud line, you know, it's just, it's small things in life, you know, just having someone else prepare your food, amazing. It tastes so much better. Um, but no, to get serious, look, level three, really good. It's nice to kind of see, um, yeah, a little bit a little bit more life in amongst everything going up here in Auckland. And I'm not saying that in the sense of, uh, you know, if there's a hustle and bustle. Um, but there's just a little bit more going on. Obviously, with this level three this time up here in Auckland, it really is, like this time, it really is level four with takeaways. Because, you know, you still have to go out there and, like, you know, restrict uh, your bubbles as much as possible. You can't really go and meet people. Um, masks everywhere still. Uh, it's just people can kind of go back to work and, you know, uh, do, uh, what is it, contactless, uh, pay, uh, um, contactless, deliveries or you know over the counter stuff um so yeah uh, yeah straight to the straight to the takeaways me and morgan had been fiending uh mcdonald's uh, as people if they've listened to our takeaway episode mcdonald's is my number one takeout um <laughs> sorry all the haters um but yeah we were fiending mcdonald's and i knew that we 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 can't do mcdonald's for dinner because it was just going to be crazy. So what what I did, or what we did, in the morning when we woke up, we pre-ordered a McDonald's delivery for lunch. So we got our order down, pre-ordered the time, and then we just left and forgot about it. And it arrived on time. It arrived exactly when we wanted it. Um, and everything was sweet. Uh, chips felt like they had been out for a while, but look, hey, that that is what it is. Um, but yeah, as we were... <laughs> such a funny sensation because it's been five weeks and i would i will at least indulge in takeaways maybe once a week at least um without having takeaways for five weeks there was just something about having a burger and even if it's mcdonald's or whatever you know it's it was just such a weird sensation for not having something like that for five weeks and this is like once again very privileged of, of 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 speaking like this and wanting this sensation, but it was really good. It was really good, um, and yeah, I I just think we were so we were so glad we were smart about it because when I checked, I wasn't getting Uber Eats again, but when I checked Uber Eats last night, there was no deliveries. Delivery was completely cut off because it was just so jam packed across the whole whole city that you couldn't you couldn't Uber Eats anything. You had to go and pick it up. So I felt very victorious in that sense that we got our takeouts for lunch. Um, but to continue our level three, as I was saying before, with um, lockdown and stuff, uh, Morgan has decided to go back to her flat, um, and so that means for the next two weeks uh, we we won't see each other. 
because she flats with multiple people and they have jobs so they're going in and out of of different stuff um so it just wouldn't be it wouldn't be good for her coming back and forth and seeing me or vice versa me going to her um so that's why i'm gonna extend my bubble back open with my mum um so that's one of the things i think you know you got to be you know you got to be aware that if I was keeping my bubble open to Morgan and my mum then if Morgan was to bring something from all of those people from her flat to me and then mum would come here and then she would take that back to my immune compromised grandmother you know so like that's you've got to be really aware of where you're moving and who you're seeing and stuff so yeah that's why i'm just opening my bubble up with mum um and closing it off with morgan for the next couple of weeks so she can just kind of be with her flat and integrate back into that and yeah look i i can have a bit of alone time uh it's really interesting having five weeks in a row with a new partner um, but to be honest, it's been really good. I think it's been really good for our relationship. Um, and if anything, it's brought us really closer and stronger together. Um, but yeah, I think for two weeks we can kind of just, um, yeah, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy being alone, enjoy being by ourselves and getting back into whatever routine is these days in level three. Um, but yeah, also really looking forward to mum, uh, seeing mum, but yeah, definitely going to miss her, uh, for two weeks. But uh, that is what it is. We do our part. Um, and yeah, that's my update with level three. Uh, I am I've, very happy. I've got very happy. one little extension to ask you because you haven't given the people what they want. What they want is to know what did you get from McDonald's? Oh. Nothing against Morgan or your mum no. or any of that <laughs> necessary and exciting news. But let me just... Rewind. What did you order from your number one takeaway? You knew that it was your first time in five weeks. I'd like to think you didn't just get a cheeseburger and a small fries. Let me know across you and Morgan, what was the order? Yeah. Uh, So, uh, like I said in our takeaway episode, whenever I go to McDonald's, I am craving a bit of beef. Uh, So, I got a large Big Mac combo. Um, a classic Big Mac. I was really craving the Big Mac sauce. I was just, I was just wanted that taste in my mouth. Um, so large, large Big Mac combo for me. Um, Morgan got a double quarter pounder combo. Uh, so a large, oh no, a medium uh, double quarter pounder, which is just a beast of a burger. That thing. Um, and then uh, Coke Zero for both of the drinks and we also got a 10 pack of chicken nuggets uh which we shared between the two of us so we didn't go all out um i was like there was part of me that wanted to get so much more but i was like matt this is lunch this isn't dinner this is lunch um so yeah we kept it at that it was pretty simple um but it was very good (laughs) fair i think this the lunch decision was smart I, it was obviously smart from the actually getting food delivered on time and being able yeah. to deliver it, but from a not overindulging. Um, exactly. Is there, is there, I mean, obviously, if you've listened to our season three, episode four topic on, on takeaways, you'll know that McDonald's is not that high on my list, but I can still mm-hmm. appreciate what you ordered. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see your next sort of takeaway delivery coming soonish? Will it be a dinner? Will it be. From, do you, you know, have you already lined up who you think that next food delivery will be or are you trying not to think about it yet? 
Um, you're yeah. invested in, in you in you here, not living no, vicariously love- through you, because obviously I also have access to all this all this stuff. <laughs> but I'm invested in your excitement. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I I joked to Morgan that I was going to get takeout tonight, uh, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to get takeout tonight. I have, I have my HelloFresh. Um, but my mum is coming over tomorrow, um, so I'm wondering if she might be craving a bit of takeout. So I haven't actually had that conversation with her. Um, so yeah, I'll probably find out what mum feels like, but I gotta say, am craving a bit of K-Fry. Um, yeah, I do want my K-Fry, but I heard that apparently, um, KFC isn't operating in Auckland under level three, which I, I need to research again, cause uh, that's what I heard or have seen. Um, so I need to have a look, um, Otherwise, it, it will be... I need to check once again if they're going to be operating. Um, but that Katsuman burger, um, which I talked about before, kind of Asian fusion, Korean, uh, Chinese, uh, you know, just a pulled pork burger with some loaded dumplings and some karage chicken. I'm just... That's, that's, that's going to be my, like... That's what I'm fiending, you know, for something real um, decadent. Um, but put a bit of K-Fry in front of me and I'll smash it. <laughs> Dude, so good. I actually made dumplings last night. I did see that on Insta. They, I did see that on Insta. They were good. Uh, I've been making um, veggie dumplings recently because Ooh. I think the traditional, if you weren't making veggie dumplings, uh, the traditional meat sauce would be protein, like pork mince yep. is what I would I would go pork for. Pork mince, yeah. Uh, but I found that I think the thing about dumplings is packing as much sort of flavor in there as you can mm. with your soy sauce and your fish sauce and your sesame oil and rice wine vinegar. And I actually don't think it matters what you have in the middle so long as you've kind of imbued it with that, that flavor. Excuse me while I have a little burp of pills and thrills. Um, yeah, my recipe last night was a lot of mushrooms, some Chinese cabbage, uh, all of those ingredients that i mentioned before as well as uh garlic and onion and fresh ginger and some chili and the secret i found with making dumplings is you want quite a lot of liquid with your to to create the flavor Mm. you know your soy sauce sesame oil you know liquid is sort of where a lot of that flavoring comes from but you then need to strain your mixture and get all the liquid out of it because forming dumplings with liquid is really really difficult yeah so that's something I did last night that worked well. The other thing that I did last night that worked well was you need to cool your your dumpling mixture down quite a lot. And in mm. the past, I've made dumpling mixture ahead of time to give it a chance to cool down. But last night, I, I didn't have that time. So I was sort of bathing it in a cold bath and brought it down to temperature. <laughs> um, the dumplings were very good, I must nice. say. Uh, um. Yeah, and pretty pretty cheap. To, to make it as well and and we friend and I always find that making dumplings is quite like a fun night mm, um, and I should say uh, the reason we were making dumplings as I watched the rain pour down on the washing outside uh, <laughs> oh, not my no. washing um, yeah. <laughs> there's a lone soldier out there doing his best to, to bring it in uh, he's just looked at me shaking his head <laughs> Um, massively distracted. Sorry. Uh, the reason we were making dumplings last night was because it's Fran's birthday today. We uh, happy birthday, Fran! Happy birthday, Fran! Have have a cheers from the Bros and Brews podcast. Cheers to you. Yes. Cheers to you. 
so yeah mm. we had a little dumplings a sort of birthday eve type situation um and I, I guess that's kind of the main thing going on with me at the moment it's birthday week um yeah. thursday birthday sort of interesting i think it's quite good we've talked about this before I think birthday on a Thursday is nice because you can kind of, in the same way as having birthday on a Sunday, sort of top yep. and tails the weekend. Yeah. Uh, so we're going out for dinner tonight with Fran's mum. Uh, and then Friday, she has a uh, disco cowgirl party. Not cowgirl <laughs> disco, disco cowboy girl, which I'm told is a certain like sort of fashion style. Oh, okay. Like sort of 70s color and like, cowboy cowgirl stuff skates and skates and yeah um yeah i get it and i'm not invited it's girls only so oh brilliant (laughs) no so rude right uh so if you're a friend friday uh hit me up yeah so i'm not invited to friend's birthday party on friday and i don't know what i'm doing but i'm not allowed at the flat because the party is there so uh yeah there's been a fair bit of planning for that I've been involved with quite a lot of party planning for a party that I'm not going to, which is an interesting uh, experience. Um, but yeah, birthday today, that's on tomorrow. Uh, nice. But yeah, friend loves to go all out with, with planning things and like she made a cake to take into work today and she's got a cake for that and costumes and all this sort of, all this sort of stuff. Um, I, well, I could talk anything. She didn't bloody listen to the show, so I could, talk about any presents <laughs> the main thing she wanted was roller roller skates so i got a pair of bright pink yeah. roller skates which she's open nice. this morning is very happy with as well as a few few other nice bits and pieces but it's funny I, I feel like the the longer i get to know her uh the harder i find it to buy her presents because i think mm. the more you get to know someone the more you come to understand things that they actually just won't use yeah, and true. actually your pool of present buying gets smaller rather than bigger. Um, so yeah, there was a period of time where I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to buy you and felt kind of bad about that. But uh, I have got her a couple of a couple of other presents. Uh, so yeah, she's actually at work today. That's part of why Matt and I are recording a little bit earlier because we're going out for dinner later on. Uh, but that's, that, that's the main thing I, I have to report really. That and the fact that on Sunday... Uh, the last Sunday gone, we managed to plant all our seedlings. The uh, garden boxes ago, filled with hey. broccoli and carrot and bok choy and lettuce and rocket and radish seeds and nice. many flowers because you plant flowers with the veggies because mm-hmm. they keep mm-hmm. the birds and bees their direction and focus there. Uh, it's rained quite a lot the last few days, so I've definitely been thinking of my little seedlings. Um, if you think <laughs> this is bad, what must parenting be like? I ask myself. <laughs> Uh, and I've also done some repotting of, of a lime tree and a lemon tree that I'm slowly coaxing through. So can can happily report that the seedlings are in the garden bed. Uh, we are now officially growing vegetables and herbs. Um, and that that and and birthday planning stuff is kind of kind of all I really have to report on on the last week. Um, we're going to Shepherd tonight, which I believe <gasps> oh, you said I was the best oysters you've yep. ever had i will not yep. be having an oyster i've said to matt i'm i've never had an oyster before and i'm saving my first oyster for you sir so oh, i promise I you i will that. not have an oyster this evening but i will look okay. at them on the menu and i'll go mm, oh, yeah. yeah they're good and then not get them nice now nah, shepherd is a great dining experience um i yeah love the vibe in shepherd love their food they've got great beers on tap as well um yeah 
it's a great time in there. But yes, their oysters are amazing, amazing. Um, that's cool, man. That's that's a that's a good week. That's a kind of uh, it's nice, kind of like hearing these you know projects that you have on the go, and then it's nice to hear that they've been started and it's happening, kind of thing. That's really cool. Um, and yeah, and the fact in, in the sense of that, obviously, loved ones' birthdays is always exciting. Um, I do find it very funny that you're not going to the party. That cracks me up. Yeah, ratchet. Eh? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, another aspect of our life, obviously us being uh, entertainment podcasts and us being creatives and things. Um, under COVID and, and stuff, a lot of that hasn't been happening. Um, but it's really nice. Me personally, um, I've had a few auditions come through over the past week um, from my agency, which has been really cool. I had a voiceover um, for my first kind of cartoon character. Um, which was really fun and really cool to do. Um, so sent that through already and, and waiting to hear on or if I will hear anything back from that. Um, and then for me, on my first experience as well, um, I've signed my first um, NDA. Um, so for all of those that don't know, NDA means non-disclosure agreement, where basically I'm not allowed to talk about it. Um, I'm not allowed to talk about any of the contents or anything that's the works and things like that. Um, so yeah, I can't really explain any more than that. Otherwise, I, I have an audition coming through. I, 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 what I can say, because it has nothing to do with the content, is that I was going to do the filming for it yesterday. And I had all my stuff set up and, and what? Well, not my camera, but I was ready to go. Um, and then that morning I got an email from my agent being like, hold off, um, the company wants to change the sides. So all of that prep work that I had done, um, I have to do it again. Oh, it's because so annoying. Because I'm waiting for the new sides to come through for the character. Um, and I still haven't heard back yet. Um, they wanted the they wanted everything done by Friday, um, but I obviously I'll probably get an extension for that because I haven't, got the sides for this next one so yeah this 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 one in particular has been really interesting from having to sign an nda and then from the company actually changing their mind on what they want from an audition perspective um they also changed the brief and character twice um on what i was actually auditioning for it was really weird um but also very interesting kind of uh, watching it all happen and being a part of the changes and things. Um, well, not a part of it, just it's I have to accept the changes. Um, so, yeah, it's nice that that kind of world in the sense of career is moving a little and things are, things are popping in. Because um, I can report my theatre show that I'm doing will be performed next year. Nice. Um, yeah, so we'll be doing the show next year. Um, that means over the summer and things, I'll have a lot more time. for. Uh, we'll have a lot more time to devise it more and and really make the show we want um so yeah that's just on hold we'll be performing that next year yeah it's definitely been a a time of cancelled theater shows here in wellington Mm, uh as well uh as same with a friend in in australia but hey that's the great thing about self-taping man and fantastic that you've been having things come through for that and it just goes to show you that that auditioning process is so yeah it's just all over the place and you can you know you can get invested and then things change and it's probably better to you know you got to be prepped as you were for the initial thing but you have to Mm. be ready for the thing to to change at the the last second i wrote an audition piece for a theater audition that had come through my agents but just before lockdown and i was stoked to audition for and i was really happy with the piece that i'd written uh and then 
auditions uh, had secured an audition for it. Auditions got postponed because of COVID and then found out uh, this week with Ama through like, look, one of our directors is in Auckland, so we have to audition online, which changes the process. And sorry, we don't have a space for you. And I was like, cool, that sucks. I wish I hadn't prepped for it, but I couldn't have not prepped for it yeah, and not got yeah, true. somewhat exactly. invested in it. Um, one thing that I forgot to mention last week, and it's funny what you say about NDAs. You know, sometimes when you audition for things, you don't have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Sometimes you do. Um, one and obviously once the project comes out you are released from that nda mm. uh one thing that i wanted to mention when we were talking about celebrity treasure island last week um joe nofahu i believe that's how it's pronounced uh from no not john that's the person i'm thinking of uh no it is that is who i'm talking about um he was on celebrity treasure island and he got he was the one that Kimberly Crossman lost and he decided to go home in her place. Oh, yes. Uh, and yep. he was Carl Moro. Yeah, Carl Moro on Game of Thrones. You know, when yes. Daenerys gets captured uh, mm-hmm. by the Dothraki the second time. Um, picture him in your mind. Uh, he got a role in My Life is Murder season two, the Lucy Lawless show filmed in Auckland, that I auditioned for. And you really? look at him and you're like, when not <laughs> like, why? Like, why? Why? How, how am I? What is... And so watching him on Celebrity Treasure Island, even removed from all like the makeup and the character of what I knew him from in Game of Thrones. So you're just like, where there are no similarities. There's nothing. You're two different that, dudes. That cracked me up because that was a show <laughs> that I didn't audition for and was excited for. Uh, I knew the first season and watched some of the episodes. Uh, was like didn't get a call back or whatever uh and then you find out who gets cast later on you're like it's never gonna be me and that's fine yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know hard. but hard. yeah that was yeah. a funny part of, of slavery treasure island that i forgot to mention last week um <laughs> obviously he left so cannot win but he left for nice reasons so i won't be mean about it um true. but, Very but true. to 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 comment on what you were saying before great that you've been having stuff come through and exciting to get a, a, a voice audition because obviously we've spent so many time speaking to <laughs> microphones for this that yeah it's nice to turn that into into potentially professional uh opportunities so good for you man it's great to hear thanks thanks bro thanks no it, it, yeah it's nice to see that motor on um but yeah you know life continues level three we're here for two weeks um and we'll see what happens you're obviously in in level two for the same amount of time as well uh and then yeah the rest of the country will be reevaluated, and we'll see what what happens vaccination rates are going really well so yeah we just we just keep living with COVID 19 or without COVID or yeah, with without rah, 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 uh for the next few weeks and uh that is us over the past week and here we are and we move on to a question that i have for you uh it's a it's a it's a random question um and it kind of uh, you know uh, uh philosophical in the sense of how would you deal with something um and what would you want to say um and it's it's a big question i actually don't know how i'm gonna answer it personally but i will think about it in this short amount of time my question for you is, if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Gosh. If you had 
everyone in the world, whether it's telepathic or on the screen or you just had their attention for 30 seconds, what would you want to say to the world? I mean, to begin with, if I have the if I had the opportunity, but had the option to say no, I think I'd probably say no. Like I, I don't, okay. I don't think it would be something that I would want or see particular benefit in. Like mm. I think the negatives of every single person in the world knowing who you are and formulating an opinion of you is probably something that I'm not that interested in. Um, insert discussion about fame and entertainment industry here. Um, it's a really good answer. I know that's not your answer, but yeah. that's actually a really good point because uh, it's so true. 30 seconds is not a lot of time. Whereas there would be certain things that if you said, hey, you got everyone's attention for two hours and you can mm. give them enough information. Like if you gave me two hours, I would probably go down the route of like climate change stuff to yep. like spend two hours explaining to people certain situations and what's happening. And I think 30 seconds is a really small window of time. Um, I'm, I'm really, I'm really delaying. Cause I don't honestly, I don't have a good answer. I, I, I don't think I would try and unmask any like, you know, uh, get, I don't think I'd spend my 30 seconds being like get vaccinated or do this or do that or I would probably just use it to to spread general goodwill yeah. Um, yeah. positive messaging perhaps uh, because I think if you were using that 30 seconds to try and convince people of something like people that you don't agree with them and you want them to agree with your ideology I don't think in whatever form you got their attention for 30 seconds, that in- invasiveness plus the lack of time that 30 seconds gives you, I don't think it would change people's perspectives on stuff. Mm. So I would probably just use it as a positive, maybe, maybe from a, like a speaking about mental health, reach out to the people around you, that kind of general positive messaging, because if people don't want to, that's fine, but you've spoken for people who uh maybe do need to hear something like that but it's it's a really hard question i think it would be some form of goodwill messaging uh rather than any kind of look at this everyone needs to to focus on this type thing but yeah that's a really really good question i do genuinely think my answer would be different if if the time allotment if it was longer like two minutes wouldn't make a difference 10 minutes maybe would start having enough time to go in depth on something um but I guess it's the same as like an ad. Like how long does an True. advert actually have to, to sell you on something or to convince you of, of something? Um, and I also think there's some people in the world that will just never be convinced of certain opinions and thoughts that I have. Like if you went on for 30 seconds and said, hey, my girlfriend and my sister have both had COVID. They both uh, can speak to how unpleasant it was. Like the people that are COVID deniers, just like that's not going to convince them of anything. Um, is my long-winded answer. How about you? Yeah, yeah. I'm just fast. I I was fascinated on the first part that you said, in the sense of if I had the opportunity, I'd say no, because you're so right. For the whole world to know who you are, like the whole world to know who you are, and and to put that in the sense of fame and stuff, to have that kind of 
I guess pressure. Uh, yeah, you'd kind of just be like, mm, no, thank you. Uh, I- I'm okay. But yeah, I think you're right in the sense of you have the ability to talk to the whole world for 30, 30 seconds, just really quick about something. Obviously, it's going to be positive. You, you and me, we are not negative people. It's not what we do. It would be a positive message. Um, it, it's funny for a second, I was really thinking of doing like a like a Shakespeare quote, but then I I, I was thinking of what Shakespeare quote I'd want to do, and I just I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. But just pelting some Shakespeare at the whole entire world, I think would be quite funny in the sense of it would be a good message in within the thing. Um, but yeah, I I think it would for me it would just be about like. And just in the sense of like, we're all in this together, you know, like it doesn't take, it doesn't take anyone. It's not that hard to like, look over at the person on the left of you, look over to the person on the right of you and be like, even though you may be different in what you do or in your lives, we are all still the same. And we are, we only get one chance at this. So why not do that with as you were saying kindness and gratitude and empathy and sympathy in the sense of just trying to make it as comfortable as possible for everyone on this earth because it's all we've got and if we destroy that or if we destroy this and we destroy our neighbors then it just makes it so much harder for everyone else and the future generations as well so that's probably the way that i'd i'd probably spin it make people physically look left and right <laughs> the um the the few questions that have already come to mind while you're we talking was first thing is is this just being projected in english or like am i just speaking <laughs> to the english world or is this you know is the telepathy because no, that that's what i mean that i think it might it? be yeah i feel like it, uh, for me it would be like uh, as invasive as it is imagine someone sitting on the toilet and all of a sudden someone's just speaking their head for 30 seconds or in, in any situation really but no, I, I feel like in the sense of like, let's say, okay, well, let's say you were at the like UN uh, and, you know, you were speaking to the world and it was able to be um, broadcast across the whole world and be translated to the whole entire world as well. Maybe the 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 crafty part of my personality goes, just get up there and be like, the aliens are watching. <laughs> stop all war or they will invade <laughs> yeah true. i lay down gifted. your arms <laughs> yeah so true just to really so true just to really get in everyone's in everyone's heads um yeah it, like that's that. really interesting what made you ask that question what what brought it well, up I, yeah i i think like just the whole kind of like you know the outer world i feel like you know obviously we try and speak from new zealand point of view but i feel like you and me it, it kind of comes from like would new zealand be its own world yeah. a question from last week right and we both agreed yes um and i think that you know when i look at the world there are a lot of places in the world that are very problematic um and you know maybe not don't have the right outlook or at least from a you know privileged point of view or, or what the world better deserves uh it, it just kind of came to mind in the sense of yeah i mean if you had the ability to kind of say something to the world what would you want to say hire me i'm a wonderful <laughs> actor i 
Hi, my name, my name is Matthew Stan. Uh, I'm uh, 5'11. I live in Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, and, uh, kia ora. Uh, uh, kia ora. I'm Matthew yeah. Stan. <laughs> Buy game stuff. That's a good, actually, that's a good point. Just pimp ourselves. Because <laughs> someone in the world would be like, actually, yeah, that's the guy I need. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> hey, use it for your own personal needs. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> It also depends on how have you come across this ability. Is it a genial amp situation? Are you are you you know are you doing it with some level of responsibility to the person who's granted you this power? I know yeah, well, I love to ask questions to a question, but I do think yeah, that you, would influence <laughs> logistically. Would how does this happen? Yeah, tell me a little bit more. <laughs> is my way of not answering your question. Yeah, uh, the genie and the lamp was actually another question that I, I had on on my mind. There, there would have been a time within the last few years where my response to you would have been, well, I would talk about climate change, I would talk about this, and but I think now I'm a bit more of uh, a cynic, and I don't feel quite so much responsibility to like educate yeah. people around me and try and make a meaningful impact. Not that I, not that I'm not still interested in that, but rather than going, well, thirty seconds, you can make a massive difference, which maybe you could. I'm also cognizant of the fact that some people can't, just won't be convinced, and some people in the world just yeah, have. I'm not the man for that job. Of, of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's a great question though, and definitely one that I will be pondering for a wee while. I think. Send us <laughs> in your answers if you're listening, and and you have a really clear idea of thirty seconds, and also extra points for experts. Um, record your thirty second message and send it to us. That that Yo. is that is one way to get real brownie points on the show. I can't promise yep. you anything. Um, we'll find it, some form of of reward for you if you can yep, record totally. your thirty second message and send it to us as sort of your beta audience. Hey, you might have it. Uh, might have it on next week's episode. We might. We might. If, could I, be. If, I, if we can. If I can make that happen, I, I can make it happen. But you've got to make it happen. Hey, look, we we've got telepathic technology. We can make. <laughs> we can make. <laughs> I just, I just sound constipated. I'm sorry. Yeah. Some people enjoyed listening to that. Some people did not. Some people didn't. Anyway. Uh, carry on. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> to round off this week, man, what have you been watching? Anything new? Continuations of old stuff? Uh, as part of Fran's birthday party, to which I'm not invited, I'm after the, uh, literally after we record this and edit it, I'm off to see if I can find my old PS2 somewhere <gasps> in the garage for them to nice. be able to play uh, some games and do SingStar on that sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. have you been consuming over the last week or so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, to start off on the ones that I mentioned last week, uh, Celebrity Treasure Island, as we have already mentioned today. Um, I, I love it. Very invested in it. Loved last night's episode. It was just the the shock of the century. Um, I, I personally knew it was coming. Um but didn't expect it to happen very early on. Um, but also, still- in the trailer, they were like, they they teased you're one of the people most likely to win this game. I hate when they do that. It was yeah. obviously ha- like could only have been him or Richie, and Richie was captain, couldn't have gone home. I I really hate when they do that. Do you know another thing? How I knew it was it was him because Matt was was he was looking up. When he said it, he was looking up. Ah. And I was like, who's the only tall bastard in that thing? 
So I I knew it was going to be him. My deductive, my detective skills deduced did, did it. Did you see the, I post, no, I didn't post it. I only sent it to Joe. Um, there was an episode, the first episode where uh, I think the Orange team's called Katipo, right? Where yeah, they Katipo. went and met with, I can't remember the, the green team's name. Honu. Honu. Uh, to do this sort of, parlay type thing where they were like hey if you do this should we and joe and uh lana lana represented the orange team if you yeah. go back and watch that clip joe switches what side he's standing on of the pair of them so when they're oh. walking up the beach he's on one side yeah and then when they're standing there he's on the other side and then when they do like the high fives and hugs with the green team he's on the other side again and i send it to and i'm like R.I.P. Continuity. R.I.P. <laughs> My faith in this yeah. is gone. <laughs> um, one thing I will say, Celebrity Treasure Island, definitely ripping off Survivor. It's unbelievable. Oh, sure. As someone yeah. who watched a lot of Survivor since the show started, as you well know, the yes. amount of specific things that they have done, mm-hmm. not just the like voting off concept, not just the reward concept, like specific challenges. Like that one where they were running around with the heavyweights trying to chase the other team down chase each other specific survivor challenge exact same thing half in the water half out of the water the rules where team members can leave but you have to carry more of the weight Mm -hmm. and i was like man this is really specific so unless they're both owned by the same company which i don't think they are because i think celebrity treasure island is warner brothers and i don't think survivor is I guess it's just the IP of game shows can't be that specific. Presumably Celebrity Treasure Island can't have an immunity idol, you know, but I imagine they have trademarked yeah, yeah, certain yeah, yeah, things, yeah. but it just goes to True. show that actually you can copy a good idea and make it your own. Not that I think it's a bad thing because I enjoy Survivor and I'm actually enjoying what Celebrity Treasure Island is doing, but True. man, the longer it goes on, the more I'm like, Survivor, Survivor, this is Survivor. Yeah. I, my my favorite part is the um, elimination challenges. Yeah, they're good, eh? yeah they're they're really good like little challenges like little tasks i i think those are really good um but yeah i i totally hear i totally understand you um but yeah celebrity treasure island uh also the circle as well yep. the circle season three um there's only one episode left which comes out next week and that's the finale um very enjoyable very frustrating but it is a reality tv show that i do enjoy just different social experiment um and uh another one that i i think i've mentioned in the past um might may not have but in uh, the part five came out uh it's called la casa de papel uh which translate to money heist oh yes um yeah which was a big world phenomenon that came out and took over salvador dali masks and red jumpsuits everywhere um but yeah la casa de papel uh, released part five five episodes of part five um and i absolutely blitzed through them uh the next season or next part six i should say uh comes out in december um but yeah it's just it's it's spanish with english subtitles um and it's just a brilliantly cheesy uh drama action i really enjoy it i'm invested in the characters i've been watching since the beginning so yeah very very enjoyable to watch but uh it is very cheesy um but yeah the professor who is my favorite character he is just a brilliant actor uh and i'd love to see him uh see more of his stuff he's absolutely amazing 
Um, and then, yeah, a few other shows that I've just started watching as well. Uh, I, I was watching it with Morgan as kind of just a background show, Good Girls. Don't know if you've heard about that, but on Netflix, it's basically about a suburban, uh, su- you know, suburban housewives, uh, or not even housewives, just suburban women, good girls, that end up getting themselves into a bit of a bad situation. Uh, very funny uh the the bit of drama behind it as well matthew lillard is in it uh, it's really weird after just watching scooby-doo a few weeks ago seeing him in that um so yeah good girls i ha- have enjoyed it um and then once again my reality tv show kind of artsy things that always pop on netflix you know your glow-ups your blow uh uh, what's it blown away um the flower festival thing uh and it's called metal shop masters and it's basically just a whole bunch of people that work with metal and the sense of fabrication and welding uh and every week they get a different task um and yeah they gotta make something i love those types of shows where people gotta like make and create and be artistic and stuff and it's really nice to see different forms of it so to see someone working with metal and in the sense of what they do with different technologies and fabrication and welding and stuff is is really cool so that's my other reality tv show on the side have you seen the show or are you aware of it uh the repair shop yes i'm aware of the repair shop i just had the thought that that should be the kind of show that that you would enjoy watch quite a bit of yeah. it during the first lockdown uh for anyone out there uh if you don't know about the repair shop it's a bbc production people sort of turn up with old toys and trinkets and historical things from their family that are old or past their best or broken or rusted and and they bring it in the people from the repair shop for the most part repair the things and restore them back to their kind of original uh original glory uh so the repair shop is is nice wholesome watching um speaking of wholesome watching one of the things i've been watching this week has been ted lasso season two. <gasps> oh, uh, i haven't even watched the first season season two is out uh ted lasso was nominated for 13 emmys i believe and they won quite a lot yeah at least four or five um Fran watched the first episode of season two with me having never watched season one and I instantly regretted it because it just didn't (laughs) sell the show like she didn't know any of the characters it seemed kind of like a down episode because it was sort of following on from the season finale of last year Mm -hmm. uh definitely watch the show it's brilliant it's the most heartwarming television I've seen in a long time uh but yeah just definitely start from season one and the nice. episodes are short, like a half an hour, so you can watch the whole, you know, watch the whole first season, which I think is only ten episodes, uh, oh, and nice. you know, a matter of a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, and other than Ted Lasso, the other thing that I've been watching uh, is a show that I've wanted to watch for a long time. Like it's been on my American drama want to watch list for probably well over five years, uh, mm-hmm. and that's the show Billions. Oh. You know billions? Uh, no, I don't think I do. The best way that I can describe billions, billions is, and this is how I was thinking of it, uh, like before seeing it and having watched only three episodes, I think it's accurate. Billions is basically suits, but 
instead of being lawyers and people bringing down lawyers, it is hedge fund managers and uh, district attorney trying to bring down hedge fund managers. So it's very similar to suits in the kind of like good looking people with lots of money doing their jobs in New York really well, uh, well written cast. Uh, sorry, well-written uh, dialogue. The cast mm. is all kind yeah. of... Damien Lewis, yeah. yeah. Damien Lewis plays Bobby Axelrod, mainly the, one of the main characters. Uh, Paul Giamatti is sort of the other main character and really enjoyed it so far. I think it definitely... I don't want to say does what it says on the cover, but it's kind of that New York aesthetic, people who have a lot of money... Uh, speaking about their drama and and the same way that suits sort of probably made the law profession look sexier mm. than it is, the whole mm. hedge fund business making that look kind of sexier than it is. But uh, I haven't watched one of those kinds of shows in a long time, and I find with those sorts of shows, if the dialogue isn't good, like if it's if it's a bit hammy, I won't yeah, stick yeah. to it. But it has sure. to has to have just kind of enough one-liners that you know you're not taking it quite so seriously but i've really enjoyed it so far and i know it's a show that uh has done really well and has had lots of seasons and is still going i believe so um i feel invested to kind of get into it uh those are the two main things i've been watching and the other thing that i watched which slightly different turn uh, was the Netflix documentary Turning Point, uh, 9-11 and the War on Terror, which I thoroughly recommend. I think it's a five-part series, and each episode is maybe 90 minutes. Uh, and obviously, lots of there have been lots of 9-11 documentaries over the last 20 years. Lots got released for the 20th anniversary. But this documentary specifically, it focuses more on the before and the after, and I found it really informative to understand what happened uh, in Afghanistan uh, before 9-11, uh, mm. why there were people in the Middle East that had anti-American sentiment, and then what happened after 9-11, uh, the war in Afghanistan, how that translated to the war in Iraq, how that translated to Guantanamo Bay being opened, all these things I didn't understand. Like I never really understood the difference between the Taliban and Al-Qaeda uh, you know how the relationship they had between each other the relationship between america's war in afghanistan and its war in iraq uh i really learned a lot about that whole piece of american and international history uh compared to some of the other 9-11 documentaries which are more about the day themselves i mean that this documentary certainly spent a decent period of time on that um but more than anything it was a history documentary and yeah really really fascinating to get a better understanding of the situation in afghanistan historically and also now i mean i think the the documentary got released late recently enough that the last sort of slide was talking about the taliban reclaiming bits in afghanistan in 2021 Uh, so that's how recent it, it was um definitely recommend it uh, if you're interested in American history, Afghanistan, you know, even New Zealand's, and it made me interested to look up New Zealand's involvement in Afghanistan militarily. Uh, the, the next episode that Matt and I are releasing uh, from our season topics is actually looking at uh, protection forces, police, defense personnel, firefighters, and, and I imagine we'll end up talking about uh, New Zealand defense force overseas and America's defense force and the roles of, of those kind of, uh, I guess, bodies of of 
army and stuff going internationally mm. and it really opened my eyes to understand how problematic that was and how problematic how western viewpoints on those kind of conflicts are and also getting a better understanding of of the history behind what's happening in afghanistan at the moment which is obviously a pretty topical global uh, event um bit of bit more serious than ted lasso or billions or some of the reality <laughs> shows but it is a really True. really good watch particularly if you want to consume something that is more about the before and after of of 9-11 um yeah really really th- enthralling watching and of course anything that netflix does is produced well um True. True. yeah those are those are my my few ones but definitely recommend if you haven't watched ted lasso and if you're just wanting to watch some tv that's kind of heartwarming it's definitely definitely a show for that um yeah those are those are my three three main things that i've been catching up on nice nice yeah ted lasso is definitely on my uh watch list um yeah just need to get started with it really but yeah i, I mean quick mention of the emmys as well obviously that all happened the crown absolutely destroyed most of it uh, a few little <laughs> here and there ted lasso obviously as well and you know, bits of bob so it's always interesting seeing the emmys and um streaming services and streaming productions netflix really on the rise in the sense of dominating uh, a, a lot of these awards awards now because that it's just it's just the it's just the world we live in now it's just the era of of tv it, it is streaming um so yeah accessibility is everything especially during covid so um plenty of stuff to watch i totally hear you on um on um turning point as well Uh, just being informative just informative tv you know um but look there's one last thing we need to do with this episode oh yeah of course i almost forgot as we as we get to uh 50 50 uh over 50 minutes almost an hour uh we need to rate our beers um so how has your pills and trills uh matched up with everything else how how has it been uh look uh it's not one of my favorites and i think as you know as we go through uh brulette and we come to learn uh more about ourselves and, and our tastes what we enjoy and what we don't enjoy that much uh I think I maybe have a slightly better understanding of, of where Pilsner is in. I think for me, and maybe maybe I'm an idiot for not realising this earlier, <laughs> I think a Pilsner is the closest thing to a lager. A lager, And yeah. what I found drinking this beer, after I got over its initial taste, is I went, how dissimilar is this to a Tiger, to a Kingfisher? Mm. Mm. beers that are i think will market as lagers not pilsners but um non-craft beers uh and i i don't know if you gave me a tiger and you gave me a pills and thrills i'm not sure that i would be able to tell the difference uh doesn't mean if it was a roasting hot summer day i wouldn't want to drink it because i'd potentially in that situation would rather have this than something that's really in your face um yeah it's just a bit boring and I think particularly on like a Thursday afternoon, 2.30, where you maybe want something a bit more f- fruity and interesting, something that is so much just like a beer, uh, mm. probably was never going to do that well. It's definitely right down the bottoms of my rankings. Compared <laughs> to the Garage Project Harpy Days, which I gave an 8.4, I can't imagine there'd be any circumstance where I would go into a garage project or somewhere that was offering them both on tap where I would pick this over happy days. Mm. I am going to put it definitely in the sixes. 
The lowest score I've given thus far has been the Sawmill Pale Ale, which is a 6.7. I'll have a last little sip. <laughs> um, I am going to give it... I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and give it a 6.8. Still the second lowest score. Um, but also, I think that's because for a long time I thought I've liked Pilsners maybe more than I... I do actually, and maybe just mm. Pilsen is not as much for me as, as I thought. And now I know, but yeah. Sorry, yeah. Pilsen Thrills from, from Garage Project's core range. I definitely wouldn't be buying it over a Happy Days uh, or, or probably some of the other classic range beers. Yeah. How about fair yours? Enough. Have yeah, you got through enough. much of it? Uh, <laughs> as we get to the end of this episode, I am feeling my head uh, more than what I did at the start. I am probably two-thirds of the way through which means i've had about two beers in an hour um which is it's fast it's fast That's um i usually like to aim one beer an hour but you know especially during the day uh it's not like i'm i'm going out tonight that's for sure um so yeah look to be honest ultra ipa you know very in the same realms of a double ipa um very hoppy lots of hops going on in there that's why it's you know big percentage of alcohol um yeah uh, but in saying that my two two of uh two of my top three are double ipas Mm -hmm. i i i do really like my double ipas compared to to your pilsner in the sense of that kind of what the beer is giving to you um i just love what a double ipas really hoppy beers just kind of do to my mouth and obviously my brain as well That's because it is alcohol um so yeah all right um but yeah it's it's as we've mentioned before it's hard now that we've kind of written all of our scores down on a piece of paper you're kind of comparing them to what you've had before because you know yeah. i, I want to give everyone the justice that they deserve um it, it's definitely not my favorite um in the sense of ipa so it's not in the high eights um but i i do definitely think it deserves to be in the eight realm and this is my palette and this is this is what we've talked about before what me and james enjoy in the sense of drinks vastly different um so for me it is an, it is an eight um i'm gonna pop it above the garage project rocket ix which was a west coast ipa um and i'm gonna pop it in that that eight point eight point four region for me eight point four on the uh on the boss level Nice. ultra ipa that's that's a good that's a good score it's a very good score um we look forward to the the days we've said before we've been getting the same room and and compare beers uh but that's a story for another time uh <laughs> we we should wrap up as per usual we've gone way way, way over time. time blame mcdonald's and level three true, true. Uh, glad that you've been able to have have some fill of the good stuff i'm sure there'll be more stories to report we'll be <laughs> back in next week where we'll cross live to matt's takeaway corner uh i hope you're doing okay bro i hope you you are managing to stay positive obviously you are uh, as with everyone in auckland itching for level two fingers crossed it's not that far away um and nice to catch up over a beer and just 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 chew the fat a little bit and 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 check in yeah man Nah, exactly and I, and, I, and that's what makes this all easier bro um i know for two weeks there um because i wasn't feeling well we didn't have an episode come out um but 
coming to you and being able to just talk about random stuff and just catch up uh, makes it a lot easier for me. And I know a lot of people don't have that. So hopefully listening to this episode for them makes it a little bit easier as well. So thank you, as always, for tuning into my life. <laughs> and of course, we thank you, the listener, for tuning into to our silly little show that we have there. Uh, this hopefully will be coming out on Friday, the twenty fourth of September. On Monday, we'll be releasing uh, episode five of season three of our topic episodes. Where, as I mentioned before, we'll be looking at uh, the protectors, the the police, defense force, firefighters, part one in our three part uh, public servant series. Uh, trio so yeah listen out for that look for that to be posted next monday on a date which i can't be bothered figuring out brain pills and thrills uh but thank you for listening as always we hope you're safe and well wherever you are in the world uh whatever time of day it may be that you're listening to this matt all that's left to be said my friend is we will see you next time Stuck in the ground